hit Santa Monica, she never seen palm trees. Good weed gave me head, call it masterminding. Hey guys, welcome back to Faded Truth. Uh, today I got David Irving on the show. What's up, David? What's How up? you feeling? I am feeling great. How Thank are you? you so much for visiting. I really appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. So I was connected with you originally from a friend, mm-hmm. and basically the the story was this guy quit NFL on live and I was automatically interested because yep. I'm like, you must be a true boss to do that. But now I have so many questions because I've been researching you and I've been looking up shit. So mm-hmm. first of all, you grew up in Compton, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. How was growing up there? It was, um, it was tough. Um, got into a lot of fights at a young age. Uh, for example, my first fight, I really just got punched in the face and ran home and cried. (laughs) And I told my mom what happened, and uh, she whooped my ass. And she said, look here, you ain't going to be no bitch. You're going to go out there, you're going to punch him in his nose, you're going to aim for his nose, use both hands, you're going to swing as hard as you can, as fast as you can, and you don't stop until someone pulls you up. I had to walk to that kid's house, like, for a week until I beat his ass. Wow. Yeah, so it was, you know, it was pretty tough. I loved it. I saw my first dead body at like 10 or 11. Really? Yeah, I'm in an RV just chilling. Oh, that's yeah, freaky. I saw a lot of stuff. Uh, honestly, it taught me a lot, though. Now that I'm 26 and in the real world, um, I see people who probably didn't grow up as tough and they're kind of struggling. Right. Because it, it's a tough world. You got to have some foundation. You have to have something to stand on. And uh, I really appreciate my upbringing. Like, have they always been supportive with sports and everything else? All right, so my mom, she told me when I was seven, uh, we don't have money for college. Right. You're either going to get a scholarship or you're going to go to the Marines like my dad. Uh, So she pushed sports on my ass. She supported anything she wanted. My mom was the very strict, overbearing type of parent. She's the ass whooper of the family. My dad and uh, my mom, they divorced probably when I was around 10. Uh, my dad's been supportive of everything. He's more the homie, the peer type of person. And mom okay. is just, she'll get in that ass. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you start like getting into sports? Um, I was seven. I didn't like it. Uh, what, what was your first sport that you started? Football. Okay, so it's always been football? It's been football, basketball, and track. Okay. But football is what stuck. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It was just easier being a... Heavy and tall. Were you? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Were you big when you were younger? Like, I was. I was big. You were always a monster. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say monster. I had to grow into my body. <laughs> like what eighth or ninth grade, I had a size like forty eight pants, and I was only like five nine, so I was a, a box. Okay. I just slimmed out. My junior year, I grew seven inches. What um high school did you go to? I went to San Jacinto High School. It's a high school in the middle of nowhere, uh, about two hours east of L.A. It's okay. the place where you go when you can't afford L.A. anymore. That's where we went to school. I feel like nobody can afford L.A. Is yeah, that just a normal thing? It's like, a normal thing. I feel like you got to be rich to live in you Cali do. regardless. Yeah. Anywhere. Because everyone's do. like, they all come to Vegas because it's so cheap here. Yeah, this room in Beverly Hills will cost you like 2500 a month. Right. Well, then where'd you go to college? Did you get a scholarship or I anything? I got- yeah, football was a scholarship. Went to Iowa State. I had to leave three days after graduation. <sighs> to go to college? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's absolutely horrible. And now with like um, college scholarships, do you have to keep up like academically or do they hold you accountable for that? You do. So um, the minimum is a 2.5, but the highest I had was a 3.5. Dean's list. Nice. (coughs) So when did you get into the NFL? You get drafted from college? Oh, actually, um, 
No, I got kicked out of college my junior year. Um, I started a riot. You got kicked out? Yeah. Like, you got expelled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the uh, fuck I, did I, you I, do? I, I, was, I was partying. All right, hold on. Let me, hold on. <laughs> this is party week called Visha. V-E-I-S-H-E-A. Every day, it's like an acronym. So every day you have a party for every college in our university. It's like at Iowa, it's our only excuse to get fucked up and go crazy. And uh, we did. That's the most random state ever, too. That's why I worst. think you have to do have something. To. Yeah, right. It's just cornfields and, <laughs> and the elderly. Right. Uh, it was this huge fucking party week. So Tuesday night, we went to a house party. Cops busted it because it's the middle of Iowa. No crime. Had nothing better to do. So we all go to our own little strip. The only thing we had. And I wasn't 21, like a lot of us. So we were just standing around. Like thousands of people just standing around. And I was, you know, I was just like, hey, uh. Willie, that was my boy's name at the time. I was like, uh, let's push over this light pole. And he disagreed at first, but I'm pretty persuasive. We push over the pole, and uh, everyone's kind of like, yeah! Everybody starts fucking raging. Titties come out. I happen to have some Mardi Gras beads in the trunk from Spring Break, <laughs> Panama City. Just so happen to have time. some beads in the truck. People were uh, flipping cars. Street so it turned into a down. whole thing. Yeah, but none of us were fighting each other. They labeled it a riot, but we were just raging, you know? <laughs> Problem is, some kid died. Oh, uh, shit. Students were pushing over shit, other poles, hit a guy in the head. He was probably like the distance from you of you and I. And we just all called 911 and helicopter came, airlifted him. And Damn. We ended up dying days later. So, wow. Um, for me, the next day, at first, it was like, oh, my God, you started. It was so great. Thanks. Ah. Third period, it was like, hey, you know the cops are looking for you. Wow. So, yeah, I wound up uh, turning myself in. At the time, I had no idea. Uh, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, you know. And I uh, went in and told me everything. Talked about manslaughter, this, that, and the other. Stayed in for about a week or so. Got out of my first call. was from my head coach, Coach Paul Rhodes. And, um... He said, you know, if you want to play football, you have to play elsewhere. Wow. So uh, I finished my semester, my junior year. Uh, drove home with my girlfriend at the time and my daughter in a 95 SS Impala from Iowa to California. <laughs> yeah. I drove here, too, from Jersey. Oh, nice. Took uh, me 46 yeah. hours straight. Ours was only like 30. With three dogs. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah that's it was crazy. it was a mess. And there's nowhere, you know what sucks? It's there's nowhere to stop across country. That was a good out. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. How do you get into the NFL? And I, you started with the Chiefs, correct? Yes, okay. I did in 2015. Um, so after I got home, you know, I'm, I'm the oldest in my family, so out of my siblings. So I was just an embarrassment and a disgrace. So I couldn't live with my mom. My dad, uh, he still lived in Compton, not in the best area situation at the time. So it wasn't going to be smart for me to go there. Um, so I had to stay with my girlfriend at the time, my baby mom, Angela, and, uh, her She's family. Angela too? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry for, for this PTSD. You gotta watch out for the Angela's. You gotta watch out for the fucking Angela's. So, I promise we're sweethearts. <laughs> no, maybe this one, no. Um, and I had to stay with her and her fam, and they weren't at the time too fond of their daughter dating African-American. Shit got bad, you know, shit got real bad between us. So when I was reading an article on you, it was saying how you avoided 
uh, domestic charges mm -hmm. with your baby mom, but then yeah. it said that she later rescinded them. Oh yeah. So was she just like a crazy person? Like obviously all women are crazy. Guys always say that, but was it just one of those situations where she tried well, to fuck up your career I, or? If I did a lot of wrong in college. You know, I wasn't like fucking like that in high school. I get into college, I'm a Cali kid. Tall guy, good, you know. I Pussy's just getting thrown at you. Pussy's getting tossed at me. Right. And I tried to dodge as much as I could. I could, <laughs> could dodge all the pussy. Skim your face. So, you know, so my face is everywhere. Fuck. And, he just um, had snail trails all over his face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he didn't do nothing. <laughs> and she, um, she found out okay. about one girl. I felt bad. Told about all of them. Like a dumb, honest fucking guy. <laughs> and I moved her up there. Figured that'll stop. You know, it's not like I didn't love her or anything. It's just, the you know, fuck. You know, so I got her up there. Now she's like, shit, you in my city now. You know, now I'm the hot commodity. You ain't, you know, you ain't Mr. Big Hot Shot no more. You ain't got nowhere to go, nothing to do. You know, I was trying to talk to her and really like, all right, I get it. You know, I'm, I get it. Let's just be cool now. I'm sorry. She wasn't having it. She got carried away. The, the power, the fucking everything is just... Overwhelmed. And you had nothing, no choice but to deal with it because that was where you were staying. I told her, I said, I'm going to like leave if we can't get on the same page. You know, where the fuck are you going to go? You don't have nowhere to go. And yeah. I was like, I'll stay in my car. Like, I'm not staying here with that shit. It's that bad. And um, I was trying to explain that and finish my sentence. And instead, she slammed the door in my face. So I was like, shit. At that point, I stayed in my Impala. I uh, lived under a Walmart light. Or homies couches when I could here and there um, had to do some things I wasn't proud of to make some money to support not only me uh, and my workouts uh, but my daughter still. Right. and um, I winded up uh, reaching out to an agent I went on Google I googled like top 25 NFL agents there was a guy about three hours away I emailed him told him my situation told me I could meet him I drove up and met him he said maybe CFL we'll see I just trained on my own, uh, LA Fitness, CrossFit, eating fucking Juan Pollo, like rotisserie chicken, getting my supplements. And I had a one-man pro day at my high school, and 11 teams came out. And uh, I wound up scoring second highest in the nation. Wow. Pro, like, combine players or whatever. So the Chiefs picked me up. So the agent that you first reach out to do you ever still talk to him i do like do you consider a, him a, a turning point in your life yes. kind of like because he actually answered you like how many people really answer those things yeah he was like the only one right yeah that's yeah. crazy and it was you know if it wasn't for him i wouldn't have been in you need an agent the teams aren't even allowed to to talk to you as far as contract or business they have to talk to an agent wow so were you planning on going out for the nfl before all this crazy shit happened or was it kind of just like hey i'm playing football i'm in college i'm the man you never really kind of thought about it until you didn't have any other choice well for me you know just being me uh came kind of easy you know my mom told me since i was seven forced me to play and i did every year now i have a scholarship i'm doing great there i'm a starter as a true freshman I'm definitely going to the NFL. You know, it wasn't even a thought. I didn't have a thought of doing it. Oh, wow. Else. Okay. So you've just been raised to know that you were going to yes. do that. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And everything was lining up accordingly. So, I mean, the whole thing, it's like really weird to me now because before I thought when I heard about your story, I was like, all right, you know, maybe you found something that made you happier, which was being the weed advocate and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But now I'm seeing that you're trying to get reinstated or you have been reinstated. I, I am reinstated. However, uh, <laughs> doesn't mean put it like this um 
if I wasn't six eight and black and gifted, I wouldn't be playing football. Nor would I have ever looked at playing football. So is it an actual passion of yours? No. To the sport? No. Or is it just like, okay, no, I'm going to make money like, no. and it's my it, talent, it, fuck it's, it. It's business. You okay. know, I love football, but I'm not in love with football. I love football because, and this is real, if you're playing football, if you're a football player, it takes a certain type of fucking person. You got to have a certain mindset if you're going to run into other human beings your size or bigger than you full fucking speed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you do learn a lot from football. You learn trust. You learn accountability. Discipline and all that. Discipline, yeah. So that was instilled in me at a young age, and that has carried me a long way. You know, I could, I'll do things, and I'm like, oh, that was easy. You know, this was a long day. I was pretty easy. And It's kind of like else, the army for you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's exactly how it is. And football is good and all, but football or the NFL is so much fucking bigger than the sport. I love to play football. But with the business and everything, I'm not a fucking football player. That's my problem. Okay. I'm a man who plays football. And when you're titled as a football player or, you know, it's it, it's a lot that goes with it. And I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a lot I, of you know what I'm responsibility. Saying? It's a lot of responsibility. And it's like, yeah, I can handle that and this, that, and the other. But it's also my passion is acting. You know, I, I love acting. I do public speaking. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a renaissance man. I'm writing a book right now. I do music with my little brother. I'm in the esports. There's just so much more to you so than that sport. I'm, I love baking. I bake from scratch. Me and I, I'm a family <laughs> man. I'm an I'm a ordained youth minister. I got some Pillsbury. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want to get down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got, I, that, that's me. Okay. And, and when I'm a football player, they don't want to see that. I'm not allowed to express that. I'm not right. allowed to do anything. Once I retire, maybe. So how many injuries would you say you've had in your career in the in football in general, not I'll even just, the I'll, NFL? Well, I've had two shoulder surgeries. Okay. Um, two labrums. So full, full just new labrums. They were just fucked. Every time I go to push something, they'll just push right out the back and hang out a socket for a minute. Uh, so I got both of those fixed. I've had countless concussions reported over like 20. That's the biggest thing. It really does affect me um, a lot more than I'm, I want to say. Um, even talking to you, saying um like I do, I'm, I've done acting my whole life. I know how to fuck. I know how to talk without doing that, without stumbling, and it's just harder now. Every, everything's a little harder. You have to concentrate a little bit more. Uh, to do you do feel things. like it's from the concussions? Because like I watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary, and it's, I thought that yeah. was super interesting. It's hundred percent. And the CT is it CTE? CTE. Yeah. That's a real thing, I yes, believe. Yeah. So do you feel like that happens to everybody in the sport that they get some form of that? Yeah. And they try to treat them. I was reading, basically they were trying to treat you with six different pills, right? Med, well, six different meds. Yeah. And the problem is none of those were for the concussions. Here's the thing. I break a finger, finger gets scanned. Ankle twist, ankle gets scanned. Shoulders, they get scanned. Concussions, I've never had a brain scan. Why? I think that, I think they cover it up. Because it is a huge problem, a very big problem, and at the moment they're not doing anything to fix it. If they if they scan our brains and they see what's going on, now they're responsible. Now someone knows. Right. But I but mean, so you hey, never got MRIs in the NFL. Not on my head. Nope. Wow. What the fuck? Yep. How did you even get to the Cowboys? Well, the Cowboys actually came to my pro day, uh, my one man pro day, and uh, they didn't pick me up. Uh, I think what happened was. What's the pro day? I'm, I still don't That's, know. Okay, so pro day is when they come and they check you out and they see. 
they test you. They see how many times you bench press 225. They measure how long your arms are, how big your hands are. They measure how far you can broad jump. Um, Sounds like a lot. Dash. Then they take you through extra shit to test your will. So after I did all this training that I've been training this whole year for, you know, and all the NFL teams, I'm really exerting myself. I'm giving it 120%. Finally finished. I'm like, oh, great. I was just out of gas, you know. Whew. And I'm like, all right, that was great. Now we're going to take you through some drills. And you're like, what? What drills? And they just basically wear you the fuck down. And they'll ask you, oh, we got another drill. You good to go? You, you, you could do it? And that you're up here about to throw up. And they want to see if you're going to fucking do it or you're going right. to puss out. And you just kept going, kept going. Are you allowed to throw up and keep going? Oh, yeah, you bet. It's encouraged. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like yeah, fear factor where yeah. you're like, you're out. You threw up. Well, that's what's <laughs> fucked up. That's how I was. I hated throwing up. And in, at Iowa State, you get over it. You have to. There's no way you can get to the workout without throwing up. The Chiefs picked me up after the draft. I'm watching the draft. They didn't. No one drafted me. Of course, they all swore they were going to draft me. Uh, they don't. They didn't fucking draft me. Uh, the Chiefs called me right after, and I was. I, I'm not gonna lie. Out of all the teams that came to my pro day, I was like, please don't let it be the Chiefs. Why? I don't like red too much, <laughs> you know. And my family, where I'm from, we can't wear red. Okay. And uh, also, it was, when, it was in the Midwest. I just came from right, Iowa. Right in the middle of nowhere. I did not want it, <laughs> but it, it was great. I'm glad I went. Uh, I showed up, and I did really good in football camp against the pros and their all-stars, the people who've been in the league for five, six plus years. I come in as a rookie out of nowhere, no college, you know, homeless and shit. And uh, I made news and I guess the Cowboys followed. In week four, Greg Hardy, great friend of mine. That's my big bro, Greg Hardy, uh, got suspended with the Dallas Cowboys. So they needed to pull someone in. And they're like, hey, what about that David kid? Fuck it, let's give him a shot. You know, if he doesn't do good, we can just cut him. You know, well, it doesn't matter. My first week, I ended up getting a player of the game, player of the week, defensive player of the week. And uh, they just kept me ever since. The, the Cowboys <laughs> picked me at week four of the season. Oh, I, so you was only on the Chiefs for... Four weeks. Uh, yeah. So you've been living in Texas, home base, for the past five years, yeah. four years? Yeah. Do you like it down there? Or did you? Uh, it was cool. It had its ups and downs. I swear everyone hypes up Dallas. It's cool, but... I don't know. That was a different vibe. I'm more chill, laid back. You know, when I go out to the, when I go out to the club, I'm trying to dance with the women. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to talk and have a engage, good time. Yeah. Engage. In Dallas, it was more of a, I'm going to spend $5,000 on this outfit. Hey! And I'm going to go at the cl- go to the club, buy a section for this much money, and I'm going to And just not do shit. There. Oh, I hate and that. I hate that oh, shit. it's I, so horrible. It's such a waste of money. It's like, you got all these women here. You're not talking. It's just like why do you even come out if you're gonna be fucking like a loser and like too cool? Like we're not here to be cool. You know what I mean? Even working at the clubs, that's how it was. People like sit on the bar and like people are dancing and they're trying to make fun of them. And I'm like, they're having a good time and they're like enjoying their life. Like I don't. You should be in their spot. Yes. Right. Like that's what it's all about. Good vibes, going out, having a good time. Like I like the Vegas downtown vibe. Yeah, that reminds me of Jersey. I read that you had a two-time violation for substance abuse so is this about the weed it is about the weed both of them are about the weed one of them well see technically it's two about weed and one on peds what's peds steroids okay yeah dude i was just juicing up the ass dude so so looking at me you can clearly see i don't take fucking steroids you know i'm not super jacked and shit never taking steroids a day in my fucking life 
So what happens is they have a weed test, right? And they say you will be tested one time between 420 and August 18th. So you just stay clean for that time. If you get tested, you can smoke the whole year and they can't test you again. Okay. A guy like me knew I could never fail, always pass the test. What I do right after that, I'm smoking. I just pass the test. I'm blazing. Right. Who cares? You can see me smoking. You can't test me now. And I guess they got a little upset with that because they knew I smoked. I, you know, it was no Your secret. coaches knew everything. Yeah, everyone right. knew, you know, but they couldn't do anything about it. So uh, in 2016, I had to wait till August to get my test. They wanted me to wait all the way till the end. And I did. And I passed it. And I immediately started smoking. Three days later, I get a steroids test, which we get all the time. You can get those unlimited amounts of time. So I got that. No big deal. Whatever. Still smoking because, you know, who cares? About a week later, I get another test. I'm like, okay, what is it, steroids? They're like, no, it's street drugs, actually. I'm like, what? Didn't I just have it? They're like, yeah. I was like, well, didn't I pass it? They said, yeah, you did. But <laughs> you failed your steroids test. So now we have the option to test you for everything again. But you didn't fail. You weren't even taking steroids. Nope. nope. So we did court. We appealed it. They had to get the results. Nothing illegal was in my system. But my testosterone was higher than it was a year ago. So they use that as you taking steroids because yep, your testosterone, testosterone was high. higher. Yeah. So did somebody like have it out for you or um, do you have some like enemies in there? I believe it's not so much even enemies. What it is is say Roger Goodell, he does what the fuck he wants. No one holds him accountable. Who's that? He's like the commissioner. He's the okay. boss guy. He does whatever he wants. Um, it's a lot of politics in the NFL. Right. And they don't really like to reward certain types of people. And I was, I was uh, one of those guys that they didn't Well, I mean, when I was reading on you, it literally sound, you reminded me, it sounds like how somebody would talk about me, like very outspoken, doesn't mm -hmm. give a fuck, yep. like stands for what they believe in. Yeah, and they don't so like So it seemed like when I was reading how it kind of came to from 15 to now, it was like, you've always been open about it and people have always been getting on your dick about it for no yep. reason. So what was the turning point for you where you're like on fucking IG live and you're like, right. you know what? Fuck it. Like, I don't even want to be a part of this anymore. Like what was All the, right. I'll tell you what it was. So, you know, uh, they get me like, I just, I just explained. And now I'm on the program. The program means they test you for weed up to three times a fucking week if they what? wanted to. And you know, weed stays in your system for 30 ever. Days. Yeah. So, I, you know, you're just fucked at that point and they test you before they even give you 30 days to get clean. They just keep testing you. Um, you know, so I was going through the season and, you know, I couldn't smoke and all my teammates are smoking every everywhere we go. Everyone's fucking doing it. I'm the only one not. And instead, they give me all these prescription pills. You know, I do use this as a medicine. You know, I usually stick to Indica. OK, like I, I like it to bring me down. I don't sleep much. That's why the NFL prescribed me Ambien and then Seroquel and Xanax, you know, to help me with anxiety and help me sleep painkillers and you know they're giving me oxys uh hydros you know it's like damn i could smoke some weed and right and take care of all this shit and on top of that as far as cte goes and brain trauma cbd is the only thing we have that combats cte the only thing yes it's a neuroprotectant wow CBD, and even better with the entourage effect of thc but cbd alone it's a neuroprotectant wow I so, never knew that. Yeah. So my thing is, okay, I can't smoke. I did. I failed a test. You guys take my fucking money. You guys suspend me. You defame me on a national level. 
like for this harmless God-given plant, but yet you guys would give me all this, yet we could get fucked up after every game for free. You know, we could drink alcohol until we throw up. Right. We could take all the pills. We could get the Toradol shots in the back. We could do all that shit, but I can't smoke weed. Did you ever, so what did they say when you were like, hey, I'm going to do this instead of this? They really were just like, yo, you can't well, do that. You know that. Yeah, I couldn't even say it to them. I just had to do it. And then once I got on the program, I had to hide it. Right. Or try to finesse it or whatever I could do. And, um, you know, that gets tiring. Yeah. And it's just I do it so often. I, I broke it down to a science. I could I was smoking it uh, before my test even. Wow. I could have the homies over. We could all be blazing <laughs> You need up. to pass a drug test. Yeah, <laughs> Get yeah. up, David or Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I've, had, I've had NFL players reach out to me already and ask me. I smoked my whole life. So mm-hmm. I never stopped for more than like maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. So um, I didn't know anybody and I was trying to get a job and I was like, I can't move across country without having shit. So everyone told me it was a hair test. And I was like, well, I've been smoking oh, weed. I've been, mm-hmm. I mean, it's in my hair for at least a year. I'm like, I have to bleach it. Mm-hmm. So I paid $600 for this detox down the street. It took four $600? hours. Yes. So, and I was like, fuck it. Like I need to do it. I need a job. Like I'm all about, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna get it to. regardless. Yeah. So it ended up being a piss test. <laughs> <laughs> So I walk in there. I was literally like there for an hour and a half after it closed. Cause you know, you can't leave drug tests without peeing because they're like, you failed. So I didn't know I had to pee. And like, if I, I didn't even have to do that shit. I stopped smoking for like five months when I came here to do, to get a job. And I was literally like never felt so mean in my life, except when I competed, I did like Mm -hmm. fitness competition before Mm -hmm. and getting carbs out your system is almost the same as not smoking and having a dependency. Like you literally feel like angry, just like I didn't want to talk to nobody. I was having hallucinations and nightmares and everything. When I stopped smoking weed, it was horrible. And I really do feel like for me, like I just always been a pothead, but I never saw it as like medical. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm getting older and I realize like if I don't smoke, I'm, I act a different way or like I feel a little more on edge or I don't want to deal with certain things. So yeah. I'm like, maybe I do have some form of like maybe ADHD or something because I never can pay attention to things either. I'm always yeah. like doing something different all the time. Yeah. But like, same here. so I'm like, maybe, it, you know, I feel like it is my medicine just to not be a bitch. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it have other than that. Tried, have you ever tried uh, Adderall or Vyvanse? No. Okay. So here's the thing. I didn't even get to that part, man. The, the NFL sent me to rehab for weed, too. You went to rehab for weed? Yes. Yes. Oh, so it was my turning I point. I hate them. I went to rehab. And before I went into rehab, mind you, I'm trying not to smoke. I'm I'm going bad. Everyone thinks I'm this drug addict now. I'm losing my, I lost my the money. Media the media just kind of put it out there? Yeah. You know, okay. Family, friends, you know, it, was, it was just got crazy. I was, I was in a bad mind state. I was doing the most on Tinder, and I was just... On Tinder, what do you mean? Oh, man. <laughs> I was fucking I was, everybody. <laughs> I was fucking everybody and they fucking moms. Everybody. I, uh, I, was, I, was, I was in a bad spot. <laughs> I went to rehab and it was actually the best thing that happened to me. You know, I go there and uh, first off, they didn't give a fuck about the fact that I smoke weed. You know, I go there and I'm like, man, you know, what the fuck? this guy's on crack and he's on this and he's on that and I'm in here for this shit and this fucking stupid fuck young motherfuckers, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I went into this uh, the guy, uh, a great therapist, I forget his name. And uh, he said, why are you so angry? I said, what the fuck you mean? He's like, why are you so angry? I want to know. I said, okay, having baby mama issues, the NFL this, I'm fucking, they took my money. I got this, I broke my phone out, I'm in fucking rehab. And he said, really? 
I said, and that's what's making you mad right now? I was like, that's what I fucking, that's what I just fucking said. And he said, that's strange because all I see is you sitting in a nice air-conditioned room with nice plants and we're talking. So how is all that other stuff making you mad right now? And I thought about it. And he was like, yeah, that stuff made you mad weeks ago. He said, why are you still mad today? It's not real anymore. He said, you're upset. You're just replaying memories in your head to make yourself upset. Right. He said, they're not there anymore. They're not tangible. Why are you still letting it bother you? How are you feeling right now? And I, I guess I was doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But you, we had talks like that, and we talked about childhood trauma, brain development, why I start smoking weed, what, you know what I'm saying? Things right. like that. And um, it was great. Changed my mindset. How long were you in rehab for? Four months. Four months? Living in rehab. And Are then you... I had to go to sober living after that. Oh my God. You were like, they treat you like a real fucking addict. Yes. So yes. this whole time you can't smoke weed. Yep. And then are they giving you any type of pills or what are you? Vyvanse. What's that, that? It's like Adderall. Okay. It's for ADHD. So that's how they were trying to control what you said you were using it for. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Did and that work for you? It worked great. Vyvanse works. It works just as good as Indica works for me. Wow. Except without all the side effects. See, right. If people don't need Adderall and they take it, that's when they have all this energy and they want to just do all this shit. Like, you know, like meth, methy. And for me, when I take Vyvanse, I'm already fast. It like, like, uh, what's that fucking movie? Limitless. Yeah. It's like a limitless pill. I feel calm. I feel just Focus. good. Focused. Yeah. And that's what indica does for me okay put some people to sleep but it yeah i'm a sativa person enough yeah i can't sativa gets me all trippy really yeah, that was a hybrid huh yeah but it, i feel like it's a sativa dominant a sativa right dominant. okay it's um pink runts <laughs> yeah okay. yeah so you want to smoke this is this an indica that is all I right think. okay so how did you come to the terms where you're like i'm gonna quit the nfl on live today okay. today's the day where i say fuck it so after after rehab um you know, I go back home to my normal life and, you know, it's football shit all over again. And here I was in rehab where I actually grew so much, did so much therapy and learned so much about myself. And What's the biggest like, thing that you took from it, you think? It was for me to be happy. For, Just you know, with everything? Do, do what I wanted to do. You know, trust in myself, trust in you know, my spirituality, not, you know, what the pastor says, you know what I'm saying? Um, do what I wanted to do, not what my mom or my cousins might have wanted me to do, you know, speak up and just do me. And uh, I did, you know, I, I didn't let people talk me out of decisions. You know, I did what I wanted to do and what I felt right in my heart. I did what God was telling me to do, you know, and um, I'm at home and here we are again with the drug testing and all this crazy shit again getting back into the football uh, I see myself getting back to my old ways uh, because of the situation and everything that was going on and I, I just you know I, I failed another drug test and now they're talking about suspending me for a whole another eight games and oh, damn. take all this money so I felt offended Right. I was like you know what fuck y'all motherfuckers you wanna suspend me I fucking quit <laughs> I don't need y'all, you know, because that, that's the thing. The NFL, the owners and such, they have this, some of them have a mentality that, that we need football. You know, football Like that's are, your life. Yeah. But like you said, at, you have other shit going on. Exactly. So did the coach really tell you like, hey, you're not 
we don't need you on the team. Like, just uh, do what you want to do. Or, yeah, like, was I, he saying I, it in a I've, mean way? I had a coach who uh, didn't like me. Uh, we've had our talks. He's called me drunk and, and expressed his... Uh, <laughs> his hate for me and my decisions and everything. He was out of pocket. <laughs> he was out of pocket, but I didn't really give a fuck. I didn't care what he said. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just said, you know, fuck this. You guys are going to take my money. I'm not a guy who only has football. I'm not a big dummy who just runs around and hits people. Like right. I've had 3.5s. I've made honor rolls. I've been in the AP classes. Like, I, I have act. I could do this. I could do that. So I said, fuck y'all. Y'all think, y'all, you know, it's bullshit. We got to take all these pills and this, that, and the other. Have you ever taken Seroquel? Me? Yeah. No. Have you ever heard of Seroquel? It sounds like something that will put you to sleep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it takes your whole personality away. It's, uh, they, they give it to schizophrenic people. What the fuck? Well, they prescribed it to me. So I'm not about to take this for bullshit. what your CTE or for for, for uh, nothing they prescribed can help for CTE. That was for anxiety and sleep because I don't sleep. I've been hospitalized for staying up for two or three days at a time and not even realizing it. But not on drugs. No, not on drugs. No, I just naturally I don't sleep. Wow. Yeah. And you've always been like that since about college. They just quit so I could sit at home and smoke fucking joints all day. I quit because fuck you. You know, this is healthy. Right. Uh, I quit because you're making me take all these other things. I quit because a lot of everybody before me should have been standing up and making this fucking, uh, making this an issue. But we sat back. We were afraid to talk about it because of my, what might happen with our careers and the, the NFL, the owners or whatever, they took advantage of us. You know, us football players, we get paid the least and we do the most work. And you get the most injuries. And we get the most injuries, yeah. Yeah, baseball know? players, what, the highest paid, right? Highest paid, and they, don't, they get, don't do shit. Right, they don't they have no injuries. They don't do shit. They swing, 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 and they sit their ass down. Or they swing and run, what, 20 yards maybe, you know? Right. And they get paid hundreds of millions. We're capped out making nothing. The uh, NFL team consists of 90% thousandaires and two or three millionaires on the team. So you quit the NFL on live. And then what happens? Yeah. Does who reaches out to you first? Everybody. Yeah, it wasn't. No, no, I wasn't there first. It was. It was just. It was off the charts for like two days. It was just nonstop shit. But I think the first call I took was from my high school coach, Bill Powell. He's always been a, a supporter of me, and um, he really cares about me. And he knows, you know, how I feel about football. You know, he knows everything. And um, he said he was proud of me. You know, he's seen the direction I was going down. He saw how I wasn't happy, clearly wasn't happy, and how it was fucking me over, uh, or, or how I was fucking myself over, rather. And um, he said, you know, you're happy. You, I, you know, I can't say nothing. I support you. You know, I, I know you got a good head on your shoulders. I, you know, I, I know you, you'll make something happen. It's going to work out. So... You quit, then now you're this huge weed advocate, is what I've been seeing. Tell us about Cannabis Passport. <coughs> cannabis Passport is the world's first rolling paper magazine. It's, uh, I wish I would have had some. What do you mean rolling paper magazine, though? Like, like you can a... roll your paper out of that magazine? <laughs> you can so roll one? It comes with, you open it up like a passport. And it has a hundred papers, which competition only gives you what thirty or fifty papers. We give you a hundred. Then over here, it looks like a book, and it's like it's like tight. It's writing on it, like a fucking magazine. It's ink, soy ink, 
and you turn the page and it's little ads or um, inspirationals or com- com- comedy or whatever it may be. But it's a magazine. Those are our filter tips. We're the only company that actually writes on them. Uh, our first edition, we're focusing on the failed uh, war on drugs. We spoke about how opioids, which killed, what, 72,000 people last year? We spoke about that and pretty much from the pharmaceutical side versus the natural side and, the, you know, the side effects and the history of it. People don't know weed's been uh, around way before fucking America. Right. You know, and we just try to educate and empower people. And uh, we have the ability to sell ad space. Uh, if it's a charitable event we want to shout out or, you know, we're, we're promoting, we can put them right on in there. Uh, it's just the possibilities are endless with the Cannabis Passport. We have king size and regulars, and I guarantee you they, they burn better than raw, 100%. I like, I used to, I used to use the raw when I was trying to stop smoking blunts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was to get in the king size cones, and I was packing those, and I was wondering why I was running out of, running out of weed so fast. Because I take, can smoke a blunt a to the lot. face, yes, right? So yes. I was like packing it like a normal, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I stopped smoking them because the small ones were too small, and the joints like burned too fast for me. Like I like to enjoy my blunt, you know. So I, I still haven't went back to papers, but I feel like I need to. I guarantee you, I could roll you a king size joint that'll outlast this blunt any day. From your papers? Yes. Okay. Any papers? Any papers? Oh yeah, I could roll you some shit that'll last way longer than this. Okay. You got to do that on your... I said it. We're going to have to time it out on the show. <laughs> Who did you work with first in the cannabis industry that kind of got you into this whole thing? guy named... Well, a lot of people reached out after the IG Live. Oh, okay. There's a guy. name is John Scannell. He's my business partner. Um, he hit me up. Uh, he said, hey, man, look, I really love how you quit. He said, I'm a businessman out here. I have the same type of story. Uh, I couldn't use cannabis and I got in trouble for doing it and it was really helping me and we need to get the message out. And he's like, everyone will listen to you, dude. Right. He's like, work with me. I have a company. We'll go in 50%. We'll put some ideas together. We'll make something happen and we'll just get out and talk and share and advocate. And we did. Our first outing was at Champs Trade Show in Orlando. We didn't even have paperwork between each other. We didn't have a company. We didn't have a booth. We just had an idea and a name, Cannabis Passport. So we went around talking to people or trying to talk to people. And a lot of them wouldn't even talk to us because we weren't official. So they wouldn't even talk to us. Uh, but I wanted to meet the guy, um, the owner of Champs, actually. And he was Champs a blessing. Sports? Uh, Champs Trade Shows. What's that? It's like a business convention. And he said, you know, I like your story. Uh, I like what you did. He said, you know what? If you ever want to come to any other champ show, I'll give you a booth for free, you know, if you show up. Uh, I was like, okay, I appreciate it. And we did. And we kept showing up, and we met more people and kept building on the relationships we built and met more people at the next one. We hit Orlando, Denver, Chicago. I know I'm missing somewhere. Vegas, like, three times. Love Vegas. We and We've just built a relationship in the community it's all about like networking all about networking and it's it's like a family you know in the cannabis industry in vegas it's very small everyone knows everybody and it's real people you know it's real people that's real what i miss yeah. i miss the east coast so much because i miss the real people like mm-hmm. out here it took me a while to make friends 
just in general because everyone thought I was mean. They're like, oh. And you're just real. And I'm just like, I'm just telling you the truth. Do you want me to lie to you? Like, yes, I don't know what you want do. me to do. They do. <laughs> yeah, I like to keep it real and I don't have as many friends or as many lovers as I might, uh, you know, like to have, but I keep it real. Um, I don't like to fake shit. I don't know. I just feel like that's the better way to be. I mean, it's natural. I don't know. It's natural, yeah. yeah it's natural. You can't, you cannot teach being real ever. Yeah. That shit, that shit, you either got it or you don't. <laughs> yep. For real. So now, what, it, like, what are you doing nowadays as far as like the weed business, cannabis? What's, well, what's actually, a daily day in the life of David Irving right now? A lot of bullshit. <laughs> A lot of fighting for your life. Uh, no, it's been it's been good lately. Um, I reinstated, or I started the process of reinstatement. So what would make you want to go back to the sport that you said that you're not in love with and that also made you look like a monster and, you know, caused all this different bullshit in your life that you didn't need? Like, what is the purpose of you going back? Uh, or wanting to go back because uh, it's not going to be it doesn't have to be the Cowboys right you're going to be a free agent correct okay and I'm pretty sure I know where I'm going is there like a specific team that you want to go to or are you not allowed to say that I mean I'm not I'm not allowed to say okay. in this case because <laughs> that happens to be the team that wants me to the most so <laughs> sounds we mutual keep it, yeah it's mutual <laughs> so we got to keep it quiet right now okay. but you know where I'm at you know so um, <laughs> <laughs> So, Maybe um, y'all know, because I don't know. That's why I asked. <laughs> Ghost mode is on right now. But, so, um, yeah, so what would make you want to go back to that after you were so heavily kind well, of betrayed? One, um, I've looked back at things and, you know, had a lot of time to reflect. I learned a lot in rehab and thought about things a lot differently. And at this point, I've gotten. Leaving the NFL was the best thing for me. Why? All the static, all the noise I had, they just went fucking silent. Crazy girlfriends, uh, friends that weren't good for you, that weren't the real friends. Oh, you mean just because of your status? Yeah, because okay. I'm, no, I'm now, I'm a failure. I'm out of the NFL. Right. Only the real ones stood around with me. You know right. what I'm saying? And I got to clear out a lot of bullshit. And I'm in, I'm in such a better mind state now. Playing football might not be as bad as I think, you know? Different but what situation. about the politics and how much that... Well, see, that's where it's bittersweet because it's bittersweet and it's mutual between me and the NFL because I told them I wasn't coming back until they changed their laws. The motherfuckers changed their laws. Wow. Yeah. And not only that... You're like... <sighs> Like, how does that feel, knowing, it like, you changed a whole fucking dick, federation? My dick is so big. <laughs> Put it like that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Seriously. We like we had our, you know, ins and outs. We had our, you know, our battles. And I said, fuck y'all. And, you know, they changed the laws. And not only that, they, they reached out to me. Okay. So, so I feel like me, you know, like, oh, no, I'm not going back. Fuck that. It's sort of in a way, like, if we're in a relationship... And we both wrong, and you come and apologize, and I'm being all oh, fucked. That I'm still mad. I'm still mad. You know, no. Yeah, you know, but football. like you said, it's bigger than the game. So, like, are you willing mm -hmm. to go back and get injured again? Are you willing to have more I am. I am for lifetime the damage? I am for the bigger picture. Of what? The money? Not not so much the money. I have huge plans, and when I got into the NFL, 
when I was 19 years old, I didn't, I didn't know shit. I didn't know anything about anything. All I knew was football. I didn't know about the real world. I didn't think about life beyond football. You know, I, w- I, I couldn't wait for my next paycheck so I could go spend 5000 at ecstasy. Right. Or go get my new grill. You know what I'm saying? Or buy this new Hellcat. Now, I can't wait for my next paycheck so I could put my daughter in the sports. Right. So I can start it. I didn't know what the fuck a trust fund was until I quit the NFL. So that was going to be one of my questions. Would you, you want your daughter to play sports? No, nah, not necessarily. I want Zoe to do whatever she wants to do. You know, I want her, and that don't mean she doesn't have rules or structure, but that means she won't ever be forced to do something. Right. You know, I'm going to support her in what she wants to you do. You want to bring up different how, than you were brought yeah, up. Yeah, I want her to be able to choose. Would you ever let your daughter date an athlete? I would, because we're not all the same. Okay, because there's a big stigma. Yeah, I know, and I hate that shit, because I'm throwing right up in there. If you just want to fuck, you need to be honest about it in the most romantic way you can. Right. Uh, be straightforward, get the okay, and if no, okay, no. That's the thing. I'm Like I said, I might not have as many friends and such as I want, but I keep it straightforward. That's the best way to be. Yeah. That's what I, I've noticed. That's the best way to be. You talk about athletes, I'll tell you one thing. I've been with the homies, and they doing their dirt, and we talk about their dirt. And on the flip side, I've been around females, and well, I, know I mean, dirt. the and girls I think are, are just way as bad. Worse. Okay, you can't. Way worse. <laughs> you can't say that girls are worse. I think they're just Put on the. Put this on Instagram <laughs> and do a, a fucking poll. Let's see who's worse. Girls are way worse. That's, I've seen no. some scandalous, scandalous, scandalous. You gonna tell shit. me girls have done things that overcome the dirty fucking shit that fucking all guys oh my do? God, 100%. Like it's just there's so many levels to your guys' fucking nastiness oh, that no, no, you no, can't no. even bring women into that whatever. Oh, no, no, girls no. are still fucking whores and they're fucking liars oh, and whatever. Worst. But I mean men Women care about their image so much more that they lie that much fucking harder and hide that much. I don't much know. I don't harder. have energy to lie personally. I don't wanna if I have to lie to you, I don't wanna fucking talk to you. Cause yeah. I, I just can't do it. Like, yep. are we doing this or what? Like, yep. leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately shit, this this millennial so, age it ain't, it ain't like that. If you your know? daughter brings home a mm-hmm. star quarterback mm-hmm. in senior year, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, hey, fuck dad, me. this is my date for fuck prom. Okay. You're gonna, are you going to pull out bad boy scene? or? <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's my thing. Not everyone likes it, but I keep it real with my daughter. Like, I don't shelter my daughter from shit. Okay. This is the real world. And in the real world, shit ain't pretty. You know, I don't need her growing up fucking blinded by bullshit her whole life. So she's going to know exactly what it is. And I'm going to just talk to the guy. I'm going to get a real feel for him. I have discernment. I feel vibes. I feel energies. I'm not a fucking idiot. I was not a goody two-shoe. I've done dirt. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know what's up. So, right. you know, I'm not giving anyone the benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to keep it real. And shit, I'm a man of principle. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. So... Shit. So Zoe, would you watch this in, <laughs> in ten years? Remember, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zoe, remember that. So I saw this thing about um, some drama with Snoop Dogg. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a little beef. You know, we had a little beef. You know, I, I enjoyed it. You know, he was Snoop Dogg. Uh, I'm a big fan. So he was mad because you left. Yeah. So Snoop, he he was mad because I left the NFL. He said I was an idiot. Uh, I chose drugs over football, and I, I was bad. I was a bad choice for the kids. He didn't really 
care to even ask or educate himself. He was mm -hmm. ignorant. He didn't know. Right. Ignorant means to not know. He didn't know shit. He was running his mouth like he fucking knew shit. And he didn't know shit. And he should have reached out to me. Why? I've met Snoop three or four times. You know, I played in his league growing up. We blew their ass out. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, nephew this, nephew this. My my dad know your people. Like, we, we from there. It's like, I feel like you should at least have the respect to reach out to me. A young right. black man standing for something good. Saying, fuck the system. You know what I'm saying? And standing on something good. And understanding me. And then speak your opinion. But he didn't. Instead, he ran his fucking mouth. And that did piss me off. So you actually, and like, know him day. personally. And a couple of times I've met him, I okay. wouldn't say I know him personally. We but you're from the same, same area, right? Yeah, we're in the same area. I played for his little league team. We worked out in the same gym in Hollywood, had conversations. And it's like, you, you, you running your mouth and shit. You from where I'm from. You don't fucking do that shit. You, you, you supposed to be Loyal. Uncle Snoop. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm nephew. You know what I'm saying? You go say, oh, David Irving's trash. Now the whole world. You know how many people listen to Snoop? Now everyone's, oh, yeah, David Irving is trash. Yeah, now, everyone follows Snoop it. Snoop said, you know what? Uh, cannabis, and, and as far as it being a medicine and the rights he's standing for, is much more important than entertaining people killing his body. I support David Irving. Well, the whole fucking world would have supported David Irving, you know? And, it's fucked uh, up how social media and everybody, yeah. like, it's, and it's really weird. Him. And I've reached out to him. Have you guys squashed it? No, he's never spoke to me. I mean, I don't care. You know, I get it. What It is what it is. I know he's a... I know how I live, and he's Snoop Dogg, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get it, you know? I guess you're but lucky it, to get, uh... For yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg to get angry at you. Nobody else can yeah, say that, you know? Me, yeah. <laughs> but I fuck with Snoop, you know, I do. And it is what it is, I mean... So after you left, like, obviously, there was a lot of people that were mad. There was a lot of people on the other side that I feel like I would have been on. Like, I just think it's amazing. I think that nobody really realizes that weed is a, a medicine. It is, yeah. Um, my mom, I give her CBD. She sleeps now. Like, she, mm -hmm. her stomach issues, it works for that. So, yep. you know, that's just weird how people really, like, look at it and you're a drug addict because you smoke weed or, yeah, you know. I think it should be considered a drug. It's natural, yeah. you know. And that's why I always said, I'm like, you, I'm not taking pills like you guys. Like, I'm not fucking my liver up i'm not doing all this shit but yeah. you want to look at me like i'm crazy because i have to smoke when i wake up you know before yeah. i go to work i yeah. smoke a blunt and guess what i do my job really Better fucking well the people, yeah. the <laughs> like people. i run a whole ass yeah. business high yeah. as fuck like fuck y'all one football game uh where i wasn't high okay like, all the performances the coaches like all my film from high school not college uh but my pro day I was high as fuck. High <laughs> as fuck. Do you ever eat edibles and um, play? Edibles fuck yeah. me. <laughs> I, I'm a bitch when it comes to edibles. Me too. I could just play video games, rip the bong, rip the bong, keep ripping the bong, big rips, you know, lungs for days. But then when it comes to edibles, five or ten milligrams, and I'm like, yeah, oh, I like five too much. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I like to bake. I made edibles one time. I had a, a half ounce. And I've made a batch of, was it, Ghirardelli brownies? Mm. Ooh, Sounds amazing. They were delicious. <laughs> we made oil. See, those would fuck me up. Yeah. You did butter and shit? We made the oil, like the vegetable oil. And um, made them, didn't smell shit. You know, you, like, don't smell them. I was like, ah, I did them wrong. You know, fuck. So me and my our girl at the time, back in college, we're just sitting there watching, having a movie night, just eating ice cream and brownies. You know, you can't smell the weed. So we were like, oh, they don't work. After an hour, don't feel nothing. Oh, yeah, they don't worry. We wind up eating the whole fucking pan. <laughs> Wake up the next morning, 
high for two days. I'm talking like you can't even describe the like. Oh, that's horrible. And it, and it felt so weird. You know, you wake up and it's like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I don't feel scared. Like I need to go to the hospital, but you know something's, something's wrong. Right. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull. Something's not right. And it was those brownies. They lasted mm. for two and a half days. Mm-mm. That's too much for me. Yeah. I get paranoid if I eat too many edibles. Oh, me, and I don't like, like being like that. Me, that's me and Sativa, though. I could get like that off of Sativa. So you only smoke Indicas yes. for the most part? And no. you're still up, though. It doesn't put oh, you yeah. to sleep? Nope, it just levels me out. But now can you sleep more because you smoke that? Like I, how you said you couldn't sleep I before. Sleep, I sleep better now that I'm, I have peace in my mind. Okay. Yeah. That's like, good. I, I've never been the guy to smoke a blunt and be able to just pass out. Do you uh, meditate or like I stretch do. or? I meditate. I stretch. I'm pretty damn flexible, actually. Um, <laughs> working out always seems to help. Uh, what I found most therapeutic, even in working out, was martial arts. Okay. Jiu-jitsu and uh, boxing. Yep. I, I really like it. It's very calming. It's. I love boxing. I think it's a great yeah, cardio. It's different. And it's like different for your mind because you're yes, hitting things. Yeah. <laughs> it's different than, I don't know, any football workout, you know, the okay. martial arts aspect. And people are like this. Mm-hmm. In the- <laughs> yeah, jiu-jitsu, the gi, that's when you have the big rope and it's like all grappling and takedowns. And- so what, like, what are we going to expect? What I don't even know if the fucking season is happening. Is it happening? Me either. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, shit. I'm, I, I'm a Californian. We're still on lockdown. What do I know? Because when you're reinstated, doesn't that, don't you have to go in? to a draft or is that not happening no i don't think they're doing the draft or they're moving it off i don't fucking know let me just be honest with you i don't i don't really watch sports too much at all, <laughs> at all. I, don't, I don't know shit about sports if you name any first round draft pick i don't fucking know him i don't know him i just don't watch it i didn't watch the super bowl don't watch nba finals wow yeah i thought i, I, I was just, the only I'm one that doesn't watch it. sports yeah, i'm just good at it like, i'm just good at it <laughs> <laughs> they can't be mad. And people get so upset for that. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm just fucking good at it. I should suck. You know, then it'll be fitting. But I'm good at it. I'm sorry. So whenever they hit you up now is like when you go and get drafted. Yeah. But so do now you... I would go. My process would be um, reinstatement news go out. Boom. Fully reinstated. And uh, at that point, I have to. We don't know what I'll have to do yet. But as far as cannabis goes, I have to stop smoking for a little bit. It's a period where I have to stop smoking. It used to be from April to August. They shrinked it down to two weeks. So after that two weeks, um, well, we don't Two weeks and then they test you? No, they can only test you once in between that two weeks. After that two weeks, you can no longer be tested. But if you stop for the two weeks, it's not out of your system yet. Yeah, you have to stop according to the the time. So if it's in uh, the first week of August... You gotta stop smoking in well from shit. That's what I'm saying. Probably you gotta June or July. Yeah, you gotta stop. You yeah. you stop in like two months, not two yeah, weeks. About two months, yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. How do you mentally prepare for that? I've been there. Uh, I could do it. Okay. I've, I've you feel been, like you're strong-minded enough. I've been fortified, and I've been making a lot of changes for the better, and I know I could do it. Like I said, I have a much bigger plan. Okay. Going back to the NFL and playing fucking football until I can't walk anymore. So are you going to still be allowed to be as big of an advocate as you are? Definitely. You and know why? still be in the NFL? Yep. Okay. You know why? Because the rules once change? Because I prove to these motherfuckers I could not smoke for two months or however, and you guys test me, and now you can't test me anymore, I'm fucking David Irving advocate, motherfucker, on a bigger platform that you're paying for. All part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. And after that, I'm... 
can it after that? Sky's the limit. And would you say that it's hard to like keep certain types of relationships with your profession? Oh, 100%. People say money changes you. And instead, money or the perception of money changes everyone and everything around you. That's what really happens. Your girlfriend, your baby mom, husband or wife, if that's what it is, your, your friends, your, your favorite cousin that you thought was your favorite cousin the whole time. That's not my situation. I'm just throwing random right. shit out there. Uh, An uncle who you thought was your favorite uncle hits you up all the time, and then mm-hmm. you could say lose the money and now you, you, you won't ever get any phone calls like not one it's, it's, it's amazing what will happen so do you think you really like see have you like I guess strained the people out of your life that uh-huh. you know weren't for you and like drained your energy and things like that uh-huh. I have that's it's, good uh, yeah, it's, it's, been a it's long good process. to learn that younger you know yeah. I wish I learned that like 10 years ago yep. you know shit me too but yeah, yeah you're still like Never early you're still enough. kind of a baby I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> My bad. Sh- like, I never shaved and shit. Like I- I'm trying to grow a beard. I've never shaved. This is nothing. I'm 26. This is all I've got. Okay, yes. so my last question is, um, what the fuck is up with the Eagles rivalry? Rivalry. Where did that come from? Honestly, I don't give a fuck. I don't know, and I don't give a fuck. Never gave a fuck to ask as what they did in Rome and hell. I was in Rome, so I hated the Eagles. Why yeah, has I- it always been like? Eagles versus know. Cowboys. I have no clue. My Philly friends wanted me to ask, so. Yeah, I'm sorry, Philly friends. <laughs> I have no He doesn't clue, give a fuck. They just, the Cowboys don't sit you down and, like, teach you the rivalries. All I know <laughs> it's is honest, hate, like in your we hate, oath. <laughs> the, we hate the 49ers. We hate the Steelers. We hate the Redskins. We hate the Giants. And we hate the fucking Eagles. Like, we just hate them. Oh, you hate all those people? Yeah, we hate all those oh, motherfuckers. Okay. Fuck them all. Gotcha. So are yeah. you going to go to, like, a Raiders game when, when like, now that you're coming to Vegas? Or are you like, fuck it, I don't even want to go? Uh, I've actually um, never really, like, been to a game. Without wanna, playing? Yeah. I kind of want to go and tailgate. I've never been to a live game. How- so now, when you go back, are you going to train, like, harder than you did before? Most definitely. Uh, the dead honest truth is I never trained before. It was all natural, God-given I didn't need I didn't need to train or that's why I don't look all super cut up and super ripped. I don't look like an action figure because I never had to. Now, uh, I definitely plan on going back and not just for football, but for my health. I plan on going back in much better shape. I need to get in better shape. I need to finally take it serious and put my all into something, you know, and give it see what happens. If I did this good without doing shit, you know what happens when I when you apply like, yourself exactly. So I am gonna give it a shot because, like I said, I, I have bigger plans. But like I said, I do love football. You know, it, it it made me me with the lessons you learn and what you go through, pushing yourself beyond boundaries that you even thought were possible. And you know, if it's shit, if it's gonna go away forever, you know, I am gonna give it my all. You know, let's see, let's see what comes of it. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to maybe I'll actually watch a game yeah, <laughs> this season. Support, support me. And I will. Else. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's your number? Do you uh, know yet? Are uh, you? Do no, you have a? Can you pick yours or no? Well, I'm icon at ninety five. Like people know me as di nine five. Okay. Like, that was my number. But uh, on a new team in a new year, someone else might have ninety five, and I'm gonna have to work it out. I want ninety five. Okay. Yeah, and want, do you have like um? 
So what labels do you have or like what businesses that you want to shout out? I have a Cannabis Passport. Okay. And I have DI95 Holdings Co. We're bootstrapped. You know, no marketing budget, no nothing. We don't need any of that. What we've done is we've built great relationships. We've done a pretty good legwork. Uh, we've advocated. We, we've got some big things set up. COVID slowed us down so much. Yeah. But also came... Know, the NFL opportunity and so many other opportunities that at this point I don't know I never know where I'm going I just go <laughs> I swear it's like, it's like I'm walking like this I'm walking through <laughs> life like this it's like, I don't know what's telling me to go this way but I'm gonna go this way right and what's crazy is since I left the NFL I started listening to myself before it was I don't know where I'm going and they're like hey go here go that way it's like okay I'll go that way it's like oh, oh go this way it's like okay I'll go that way and now it's like, no, I want. I feel like I should go this way. Fuck all y'all telling me to go that way. I'm, I'm going to go this way. And since I've done that, I've had so many things open up. It's fucking... It's, Doesn't I'm it feel good, it. though, that I'm you know that it. whatever you're doing is something that you want to do? You know what I mean? Like, it it's is. something that makes you happy and you're, you don't have any regrets about your decisions. You yeah. know, it's just a great feeling. It feels great. It feel, I feel literally, like, physically lighter. Right. And I feel... I know that... It's it's leading to something bigger than I even fucking know. I don't know. I'm just. But I'm you know like, that it's gonna be good. Gonna you know, be, you know yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be good, huge. but you don't know like the fucking capacity of like yeah, what it's the, about to get into. Or the specifics, but it's it's gonna be huge and. But when I it feels right, it feels right. Yeah, and I you have know? full confidence now. I, I didn't have that before, so. So what would be the one thing you want to tell any young athlete or just kid in general or anybody from where you grew up? Like, what's What's your advice that for people to get through? Because you've been through, you know, the bottom to the to the top, to whatever. So it's like yeah, up and down. Really. Stay true to yourself for one, um, especially in this day and age. There's not too many real ass people now. A lot of people, instead of telling you the truth or say some shit that won't hurt your feelings too bad or whatever it may be, a lot of people will fake who they are to appease people. And you know, fuck that, bro. Be yourself. You know. Don't do what you think is fucking cool. Because what a lot of kids think is fucking cool now, in the 90s, you get beat up for that shit. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? That's not cool. That shit's corny. Cool, yeah. Cool fades. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the cool is always going to change. <laughs> Stay true to you and be who you are. Uh, really try to treat others how you want to be treated. Uh, I'm a guy who I've made, I've made a lot of mistakes over my life. I've done a lot of dumb shit. But I've learned from all that dumb shit. And I'm not that person anymore. I don't know. I just just live right. Just do good. Do right. Do what yeah. Makes it you took happy. me a while to get to that kind of em like empathetic part of my life. Yeah. Because yeah. before I'm like I don't give a fuck what you're feeling. I don't care. And I'm yeah. actually kind of still like that. But now I care about the people that I'm close to. You exactly. know what I mean? I know like exactly my friends and yep. my family. Like I learned how to care about what they're feeling. Exactly. And that's a big step for me because I'm I've always been so guarded and just walled off. And yep. that's how Same I thing. got I through things. No one in. Yeah. yeah. I'm becoming good. a little softer in my old age. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> to. I'm not gonna lie, man. I, uh, I I could I can't even watch fucking Disney movies with my daughter no more. <laughs> shit. I'm supposed to be dad, the tough guy. I can't watch that shit no more, you know? <laughs> what Disney movie are you upset about? <laughs> <sighs> have y'all ever watched Coco? <laughs> oh my no. god we're gonna watch for you this season when who knows when the fuck anything's happening this year exactly but if you guys uh, smoke definitely look into cannabis mm -hmm. 
papers. Yes, cannabis passport. Cannabis passport. <clears throat> and we're gonna start learning how to roll joints on here. Yes, we are. We have That's why my throat's fucked up. <laughs> I have to. She has to know. It's healthier too, you know. I know. Well, yeah. I don't want to die of lung cancer, so exactly. <laughs> That's my, that was what Perfect. I was thinking. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, peace out, guys. I got perfect timing if you want to test Put you on the next flight going to Budapest I got a spot for you if you're trying to join the team It's ours world, baby girl, we make enemies Nah, he not a friend of me We threw him out cause he got snitching tendencies